Hello all, and welcome back to another episode of TV and Us, a conversation show about the TV series we just can't stop talking about. My name is Jennifer Hahn. And I'm Sarah Callen. Each season, we focus on a different show, reviewing it episode by episode, and we invite you to watch along with us. Now, we are reviewing Succession Season 4, and today we are on Episode 2, Rehearsal. If you haven't watched it yet, this is your spoiler alert. Please check it out before continuing to listen. All right, Sarah, let's kick off with a summary of the episode. While Kendall, Shiv, and Roman consider an aggressive play on the Matson deal, Connor tries to make the most of his rehearsal dinner. Oh, Con. Connor. Uh, all right, so let's start off in TVNS tradition with what we would name this episode. Sarah, what was yours? Uh, okay, so I I had so many options. Mm-hmm. I would can I I will share my my what I would name it, but can I also share a runner up? Yes, of okay. course. So what I would name it is needy love sponges. Oh, so good, <laughs> right? That was such yeah. a good line. It was that perfect. That was really great. That was really great. What was your runner-up? My runner-up is grandpas and little twerps and such. <laughs> yes. So good. So mm-hmm. good. Uh, my episode title is Not Serious People. Well done. <laughs> yep. Okay. So we are on episode two of this final season. And uh, lots, lots happened in this episode and a lot of things actually that we were hoping for that uh, we'd ended our uh, conversation last time about for episode one of things that we wanted to see. A lot of them are starting to really come to fruition. So good job to us. Thank you for uh, satisfying our desires, Succession. We appreciate you. Uh, Tell me a little bit about things that really stuck out to you in this episode. The writing was mm-hmm. so good in this. Yeah. There were so many times when I was just laughing so hard by myself watching Succession <laughs> because it was so good. Uh, it, it was just nice to see uh, that this show is, is just so well done, that the, the dialogue is witty, the banter is spot on, and... The characters are so well-rounded and so deeply known by the writers that all of these things feel just absolutely natural and appropriate that these people would be saying. And often it's things that I would have never put together. So it was just such a, a fun episode to to listen to as, as all of these colorful characters are delivering these very very colorful lines it was a great time Mm -hmm. yeah this is this is probably one of the strongest episodes from the show like I think this is high on my list of favorite episodes one so much happens but two this this episode has a lot of fun there's a lot of really great gags that they continuously revisit throughout the episode and they the other episodes often do this as well but man the jokes just kept building and uh this was a good time. Um, they really put these characters in some um, interesting situations and environments that are very different from where we typically see them at the office, at a party and whatnot. And I think that also made for some really good like backdrop moments too. 
Oh yeah, the whole fam at a karaoke <laughs> bar. Yes, oh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, honestly, I don't even care where this plot is going for this episode. I'm just excited to see these three, four, and then two more get added later. But just to see these people in like a normal everyday person, air quotes, environment and having like Roman comment about the chicken wings and all of this stuff, it's 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 like a time just watching them be them. I also, I loved that the whole buildup to to Logan finally joining the kids and like, oh, he's he's downstairs. He's in the car, but he's not going to come in here. And then like a few minutes later, you see him actually getting out of the car and walking in. And it was this moment of like, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Logan really doing it. <laughs> is in a karaoke bar. This is the most incredible thing I've seen in this show. And he just looks perfect. so out of place. They, yes. they, or when they're at the dive bar and they're showing up in their blazers and their business outfits. They just look so out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I think for most of the rest of the season, seasons, honestly, we've seen them in their their environment, their world. And uh, I think it just highlights the level of wealth and, and just the like unique personalities of these people when they're put in backdrop of places that like you and I would go to and hang out in and you know normal everyday humans that are not billionaires with a multimedia company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the difference between rich and then what the Roy family is. Yeah. Like yeah. they're in a different income bracket and and this whole episode made it very, very clear that uh, they are not like us. They are they operate in a different world than we do. Yeah. And I think we 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 know that cognitively, right? Mm-hmm. But to yeah. see it play out and, and to see that tension was just really smart. Like yet again there is this sense of distance and yeah, we're watching these uh super, super tragic rich characters just do their thing. Man. So I just love that Connor wanted to sing karaoke. Like that like was I've seen that in movies and stuff. <laughs> that was the thing. Like my rehearsal dinner has just stopped abruptly and my bride to be has just walked out on me and I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I want to do? Karaoke. Like it's just perfect. And he goes you know how they I've seen people do this in in, in movies and stuff it's amazing oh, and so he fun. got to do it he got to sing his song he did that good made job, for Connor. some good comedic bits Roman's just like smart ass comments the entire time it's great it's perfect but he's so earnestly singing too which just makes him incredibly endearing but also wow so let's talk about the karaoke scene because a lot happens. And similar to our conversation in episode one, there's something about the season that feels like it's turned the volume up on the emotional stakes and the emotional gut punches of these scenes. We've seen this family argue a million and one times in all of the other seasons. But that confrontation in the in the karaoke bar – and just how personal the attacks were and the comments were. You could feel the emotion from 
every side. And I thought that was so noteworthy. Like this, this show is very much embracing the fact that this is their final hurrah and they've really turned the volume up on the emotional gut punches in a way that I think we really haven't seen before. So it's, it's really continuing on this trajectory of this is not just about them sparring anymore. This is, this is also about these family dynamics and these human relationships between these people and, um, the pain and the hurt and all of that that's weaved into this. And I think other early seasons of the show really didn't like dive as fully as this final season's really planning to and has already done. Yeah, yeah. It made me think of the uh the the therapy episode. Uh this was like a like a mini version of that whole episode, which was just a giant gut punch. Uh, but I, I love how efficiently everything was done in that karaoke confrontation, um, because there's, there's all of this subtext and there's all this additional context that we know about these characters. So every time they say something, we also understand all of the backstory to maybe not all of it, but we understand enough of the backstory to mm. feel the weight of every single insult, jab, whatever. And so I, I loved that no words were wasted, that everything like came on time. It was the right thing that was said. It was paced perfectly. Like it was just such a well-written scene. It was, it was absolutely brilliant. And the the dynamics of who is doing a lot of the talking, I thought was just so smart as well, given what we know about where each of their character arcs are at and recent events. Like the fact that Shiv is the character that's really going for the heavy hitter uh, gut punches to Logan is fitting. One, it's fitting for her as a character. She's outspoken and unafraid to speak her mind. And we've seen that. Like she is fearless in a lot of ways. But two, there's like a incredibly personal event that just happened, her, her split with Tom and the fact that her father is like uh, guiding and advising Tom on the divorce and everything like that felt like it, it struck an emotional chord with her in a way that we haven't really seen her before. And it's confirmed in this genius, super short shot right after that scene where they're they get they they leave the bar. They're in their respective cars. There's a short shot of Kendall smiling smugly, of course, because he feels like he's screwed over his dad in this conversation. But then there's a shot of Shiv who looks incredibly um, uh, sorrowful, and there's a there's like a blurry image um, at the bottom of the screen of her with Tom's phone number pulled up, and it's just like, man, this is this is truly when Logan's gone too far for, for Shiv and you see the rage and the frustration all over her face um, in that karaoke scene. And of course, Roman's Roman's silent and we know why later, but I think all, the way that each of those characters handled themselves in that conversation just felt fitting for the character and fitting for their recent arcs as well. I also love that in her phone, Shiv has Tom's full name listed as the contact. <laughs> No, like, like that's, that's full heart emoji at the end. None of that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. This Shiv, is not how she does. Shiv doesn't do emojis. Come on now. No, no. she no. She's that's far too cutthroat and, and clear and, and um, 
non-sentimental for that. <laughs> There's no room for cuteness. Mm-mm. But it's fascinating to see how much she's reacting to these situations when it's related to Tom mm-hmm. and the split because it's like we may have thought characters that um, – uh, people that may have not like really n- known the depths of that character – might think that she truly is that cutthroat and didn't really mean anything to her but we're seeing episode one and episode two like this is meaning a lot to her and it's affecting her um emotionally in, in a lot of a lot deeper ways than i think we would have expected her uh to have reacted maybe you know the season two or season one shiv yeah she she is such a complex character mm-hmm. and i i love that i the way that I imagine Shiv is that she thinks she is as cutthroat as her exterior shows, but she probably doesn't realize just how tenderhearted she is. And so then this is forcing her to really examine those things and understand just how much she truly did love Tom and how much she continues to love Tom, even though they're getting a divorce. He was awful to her, like all the things. So I, I think this is probably even this character coming to terms with who she truly is that she might not have realized that about herself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think it's setting up for that Tom Shiv storyline of the way that all of the surrounding characters will play to or use those uh, relational dynamics. I, this is definitely building to something mm-hmm. yeah yeah it really is and we're starting mm-hmm. to see like we already knew that there was team logan and then team not logan <laughs> and so we're seeing that split widen in this mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. yep yep another beautiful moment from the karaoke scene is khan's monologue yes wow oh. wow it was incredible. Again, another moment where I was like, oh, this show is just going for it um, with the emotional stakes here. But everything he's saying is so true. And the, the like clarity he has about all of that is incredible. And I love when – I want to see more of this. But I, I love when the show gives some of these side characters that we often overlook these moments of brilliance where it's like they are watching everyone and they see a lot more clearly than everyone gives them credit for. They are often fools, but there are certain moments where they they are they know exactly what's going on. And not just from like a uh, interplay of, of the politics of it all, but his ability to articulate the um, the emotional clarity of all of that as well just is such a sign of his maturity and wisdom as like a human being that he's able to see that and about them and about himself as well. It was tragic, but I was, I was so excited for this character. Right? Like who knew that Connor was so emotionally intelligent? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. And like you said, like it was so tragic too. Like, and, and it, it built at the right time because it was this, intense moment of of anger and and yelling and and all of these jabs and all of this with their dad and then you see Connor able to cut through all of that and go 
beneath your anger, it's actually this. Like, you want love from him. And you don't realize that's what you want. But that is what is at the core. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was so good. Mm -hmm. But then his ability to turn that same emotional intelligence on them back mm-hmm. to himself because sometimes yeah. there's people that have this emotional talent and are very in tune with the people around them but they're really disconnected from their self themselves because it's hard to see yourself clearly but his ability to articulate his survival mechanism throughout his life has been because he's been so often overlooked he's learned to survive without longing and thirsting for that oh it's simultaneously so tragic but also the the fact that this character has achieved that mental clarity is impressive like good for him and I think it makes that moment when we see him come back to his room and Willa's there just this almost like hopeful little moment that we needed in this episode to be like man this character has there's potential there for this character to to find a little bit of what he's looking for a little bit of peace because he's able to see himself that clearly and Um, know himself that well you know I love that you viewed that hopefully because you did it no not at all because I I think it's it's almost more tragic because he is self-aware and so then he's choosing to continue in an unhealthy pattern rather than identifying the dysfunction and choosing to walk away from it Mm. so Mm -hmm. I I don't know it's to me, that makes it even more sad that he's self-aware. If he wasn't self-aware, it'd be like, oh, you just, you don't know. So you're continuing in the dysfunction as opposed to, I see it, I can identify it, and I'm going to remain in it. Fascinating. That's so interesting because from my perspective, the fact that he's so aware of it means that he has peace with it. So if he's choosing this, like he is sober-minded and clear that he's choosing this and he's not going to be disappointed when he's not delusional and believing that oh like Will is in love with him no he knows this is mutually beneficial it's comfortable for both of them he has this like fake companionship and he's aware of that so he's like come to terms with it Mm -hmm. I was also just hoping for I'm I'm hoping that there's more to Willa and Connor than we've seen yeah I hope so too I'm like, I think so. I, I feel like this is laying the groundwork for some things and we're cooking up something interesting with these two. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Other things that we're going to talk about with this episode. We have to talk about the rise of Roman. Yes. Come on. Talk about your guy. The, I was so thrilled. So thrilled. This is satisfying my soul in such wonderful ways. I mean, first there's the little moment, the little teaser, the little setup of the fact that he's he texted his dad happy birthday and take care. Such a great, such a great little dialogue and, there. And signed it with his name too. Take care, Roman. <laughs> Roman. It's so good. Uh yeah, that was that was fabulous. Um, so there it kind of plants a little seed and we're like, oh, okay. Clearly Roman's got this like other angle that he's working. But the fact that in the end of the episode, we see that no, actually he's been working that angle the entire time was really exciting because there's the, the, the 
seed of that text plant being planted is that, okay, there's a potential that they're going to grow this into something in episode three, episode four. But that ending scene is, no, this has been, this crop has been planted and it is growing and thriving. And uh, I thought that was just one, such smart writing because it gets excited and it actually is like, oh no, this has been happening the whole time. So genius writing on that front. But two, my man is on the rise. He's doing the things. And um, I think it's, I think it's fitting timing wise. We've seen this sparring with, with Kendall and, and Logan and him being close to succession. We've seen it with Shiv and it seems fitting now that like, let's see what Roman's made of and how he'll play this game. He's now entered the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've seen him be on Logan's side before we've seen him Mm -hmm. step into like a place of power under Logan's shadow before but now Roman is very different than the Roman we saw a couple seasons ago. So it's going to be very interesting to see what choices he makes now, this version of Roman. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they do next with him. Cause I don't know it. I think Roman is such a wild card and he can go in a million different directions. And so I feel like they can have a lot of fun with this particular character in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what's been really neat too is the way that they've played the long game to build up this, uh, this, this concept and, and this version of Roman that's really um, innovative. That's something that we've seen in Roman throughout the rest of the three seasons. Like he has out of the box ideas. He's very in tune with uh, the current trends and the, the current modern um like news and media trends and he's one of the challenges that um waste our work has always fell into is like it's the it's the old dog it's the older brother been around for a long time the legacy media networks and i think that the this is like a really interesting pairing now because logan is also interested in like completely revamping ATN and and going with something really fresh. And Roman's the person that's has always had fresh ideas. So this pairing now really makes sense for both of those characters. And the the foundations of the show's been laying with positioning Roman as this innovative thinker and this idea man is now I think really gonna pay off. The fact that it's happening so early in the season though, I'm like, this is gonna be a rise and a fall for sure. <laughs> uh, we're on a roller but, coaster yeah I'm like could this have been like episode five and then we could just end on a surprise you know mm-hmm. we're rising too fast <laughs> <laughs> which means the fall's coming soon yes yes with plenty of twists and turns and betrayals along the way mm-hmm. yeah uh one of the things that we were talking about last episode uh while we're on the topic of roman is that he He's a little bit of a softy, and it's one of the things that I love about him. He comes off as this, like, oh, I don't care about anything, uh, dude. But there's a there's like an earnestness about him that is always incredibly endearing. And so there's a moment where um, they're debating on whether or not they should be going to Khan's rehearsal dinner because they're several hours late at this point. Shiv obviously is like single minded with trying to talk through this deal and she's scheming Sandy and Stewie. Kendall's kind of like, yeah, he's going along with the flow. And it's Roman who's like, 
guys, we should go. We should go to concert rehearsal dinner, right? And even after they get there, Shiv's trying to leave. Kendall's trying to leave. And he's like, guys, let's stay a little while. So he's got this little soft spot for his family. He's a good person. Which I love because in the next breath, he'll say something insulting about yes. Connor. And yes. it's it's so wonderful that this dichotomy exists within this one character. It's amazing. He's a man of action, you know? <laughs> he'll blow all the hot air, but ultimately he will be at your rehearsal dinner. The other two? Yes. Two wrapped up in whatever else other schemes that they got going on. Yep, but Roman they just will don't be care there as much. Yeah. With an insult ready to go. Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay, other other things that we wanted to mention before we hit the award show, TVNS award show. One thing that I I love, we've already talked about the writing a bunch, but I'm going to talk about the writing some more cuz it's just so good. And one thing that I love that this episode did particularly well is that it, it strategically will will pull a character aside and then we learn some additional information about what's going on with them. And then when they rejoin the group, they share mm. partial information with the group. Mm. And so I just, I love that we got to see that with both Shiv and Kendall that they received additional information. And though they are in a, an alliance with their siblings and they're talking about like trusting each other and be, being 100% in with each other, they're still working the, their siblings. And so that was just so cool to see these little like, okay, we're going to go talk to Sandy and have this deal going on but I'm going to not pretend like I knew that this ambush was going to happen so that I could continue to work you guys to manipulate you into doing what I want. Like it was just, it was so good how we just got to see the level of trust between the group because we had had these little one-offs with these characters. It was so great. Mm, That's a fabulous point. Yeah. And it also creates this moment of tension. Like Mm -hmm. how will this character how much will they reveal? How will they act? How will they? How will Shiv convince the other two? You know, like two seconds earlier, we see her say, okay, it's okay. I'll work on them. We'll figure it out. We'll make it happen. And now I'm like, how she's going to finagle this? How she's going to mm-hmm. work this angle, you know? And we see her try and push on this angle and that angle. And uh, yeah, we can really see how they operate. That's a great point. It's that dissonance then that becomes mm-hmm. interesting to us. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's the, yeah. it's the creation of tension, but because of missing information, which is just a fun way of, of doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't say this about most shows, but this show genuinely makes me want to go back and watch from season one mm-hmm. just to re-experience it. There's so many yeah. like, like throwaway lines that I'm sure I've missed in little moments, you know, that, ah, so good. And it'll be it'll be fun to rewatch after we've watched season four because yeah. I'm sure that's going to tie up a bunch of things that were, yeah. you know, spread all across the first three seasons as well. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be cool to see in season one stuff that they probably set up that is going to be paid off this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see how they build to that and strategically place these moments along the way, the right timing. Yeah. All right. 
You ready for the TBNS Awards show? Before we do that, I just mm-hmm. have a question. Okay. What did you think of the whole Carrie anchor video and then Greg fiasco? Genius writing again because yeah. they use that same joke, but they they position it differently each time. Like that in and of itself is its own little narrative storyline. You know, like it's this little mm-hmm. arc that happens. Um, it's one of those moments where I'm like, man, the show could go on forever with just it being like truly a satire and a comedy. You know, uh, I think it's smarter that they are going to end with these true like emotional arcs for these characters, but just getting to watch the like random foolishness that happens, something as small and as simple as <laughs> Carrie becoming an anchor uh it works and it's threaded through throughout the scene and if anything it's kind of the anchor for uh the episode we constantly like go off on a little moment and come back to this we start the episode with that with all the three kids watching you know and we end with uh greg attempting to come uh convince her to step down so um genius so good Mm -hmm. and it led to some really really good lines too (laughs) Yes. I loved the conference room scene where Jerry and I forget the other dude's name are laughing mm-hmm. and watching the video. And that that tension of like, oh my God, he's going to yes. have to open his laptop. So good. Also, like, okay, if you were just watching a video like that, why are you going to plug your laptop into the TV first and then open your laptop? Like, yes. <laughs> open it up. Exit out, then plug it in. <laughs> right, right. Yes. But anyway, it's like it how was fast just will so his fingers good. move? Not fast enough. Yeah, that's for sure. <gasps> oh, so good. Mm-hmm. A really great time. Yeah, this is a strong episode. Yeah, yeah. Really it really, really was. Like, I enjoyed the first episode because it was like being reacquainted with this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this really felt like what makes succession so magical. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. This is a really, really strong episode. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites, honestly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so excited to see what's next. Like (laughs) the rise of Roman. (laughs) I am just like with my giant pom-poms rooting for him (laughs) on the sidelines. Like you go buddy. I just, I love how much you love Roman. It, I, it warms my little heart. It probably says too much about me as a human <laughs> being. So here I am exposing myself on the internet. But I just, he's such a complex character. There's so many mm. sides to him. There's mm-hmm. so much potential. And Logan sees the potential. So here we go. <laughs> I've been waiting Three seasons for this, okay? Yes. I have been yes, rooting for have. him from the beginning. So yep. this moment has finally arrived in my little uh, hands here, and I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Roman's moment in the spotlight. Here mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. You can it's, do it, buddy. We believe in you. It's going to be painful when he falls. Yeah, it sure is. But it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. Uh, TV and us awards show. Let's start with the first one. The best insult of the episode. Sarah. Who do you give this accolade to? Uh, this for this episode, I give it to Logan. Uh, for which he, of his million lines? <laughs> I know he has so many good ones, but it was for 
I love you, but you are not serious people. <laughs> That's what I chose to. Yes! Oh, amazing. Man. It's it's so loaded. It's mm-hmm. so loaded because he starts off with this the three words that it's all that they want to hear. Genuine him saying those three words. And it ends with this total slap in the face. Uh, it's, yeah. Well, I really want the most insulting things he could have said to them. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's giving them what they want with the I love you and then ripping it all away. All mm-hmm. in one sentence. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, that's incredible. And- it, it completely just invalidates their entire existence and ambitions, yes. you know? Yeah. Like, it's not even anything, oh, like, something, one of their insecurities around something personal. It's literally just, like, you as a person are not a thing. Wow. Yeah. You are not serious people. Amazing. Oh, man. So good. All right. Uh, can I also give you my, my runner-up? Yes. What was the runner-up? Uh, is Roman uh, when he's watching Carrie's audition when he's like must act natural to feel to fool the humans <laughs> like, that's so good that's perfect yeah, yeah that's great that's great he has a good one that I cracked up at when uh, he's comparing the three of them to like the Beatles or something and he goes yes and Connor you're just the dude that won the auction to get to meet the Beatles <laughs> I laughed out loud at that one. That was great. So good. His his insults about his siblings are like extra spicy and extra on point. So it's like Roman, I believe, does have some level of like EQ and is able to like read people really well. And he uses that to craft the perfect insult. It's mm-hmm. an incredible superpower. But what's also fascinating is that when he insults them, it's incredibly playful as well in a yeah. way that the other two don't play back with him, you yes. know? Like, he's just, like, the classic li- younger sibling just trying to, like, instigate, and I love it. Agent <laughs> of chaos. Yes, he is. It's great. Like, he's not really, like, going for a sucker punch. He's just trying to, like, see how you'll react and push your buttons a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's just poking you with the stick to see what happens. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who won the episode? Uh, the, the winner of this episode is the top five divorce, divorce lawyers in New York City. <laughs> Amazing. Well played. Yes. Thank you. Yes, indeed. I was like, what is she going to, what? The top, the what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they think did. about how much money they made doing zero work. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yes, they won. <laughs> I think it's clear who my choice for who won the episode is. Romulus. Oh, Romulus, your fave. <laughs> yes. Okay, and then best power move. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say everything that Logan did in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He takes such an interesting strategy this episode with the kids especially by mm-hmm. by by showing this on the surface softer, more tender uh He's kind of giving them what they want, you know, uh, letting them take some shots at him. But really, he's running the whole show, you know, like mm-hmm. he seems to come with his head bowed, ready to like 
concede and have this conversation with them, but he really doesn't. His apology was for cutting them off from the choppers. Like, wow, he gave them nothing. Yep. Yeah, he he got what he wanted mm-hmm. in this episode. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he he just knows how to work people, and he yep. uses people to his advantage. And you just see it over and over and over again in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't even need to say things. Like, with all of his interactions with Tom, he doesn't need mm-hmm. to say anything, and yet he has people just squirming. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what can I do to please you? And it was just great to see him throwing his weight around like that in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Best power move from similarly is the person who won the episode. <laughs> because he's playing both sides, mm-hmm. but he knows that he, he's underestimated by his siblings. You know? Like, he knows how they see him, therefore he can use that to his advantage and and take this um, this undercover conversations with his dad and everything like that. He's starting to get exposed a little bit, but um, he's kind of using their oversight to his advantage, and I love that. Full sweep from your guy. Full sweep. Yeah, I'm giving out all the awards to him. He is decked out. <laughs> Roman, you get it all. Enjoy. It's all right. By episode five or six, I'm going to be like, I did not win this episode. (laughs) Yeah, you will have lost and we will be sad. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. We are soon going to be on episode three. What do you want to see in episode three or the next couple of episodes? What are you hoping for? Uh, I still want Will and Connor's wedding to be (laughs) utter madness and chaos. And I think that's next episode. So Mm, I am pumped about that. (laughs) And I, so I am also for the rise of Roman, but I think (gasps) I would like maybe a different rise of Roman than you would. Okay. Because I think he's more complex than anybody in the show realizes. So like, even when Logan was like, I need a Mm. fire, whatever to burn it all down, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, you're, you're pigeonholing Roman too in a different Mm. way than the siblings are. So I, I almost want Roman to just, figure out who he is as a person and like step into that and surprise both his father and his siblings and just Mm. be himself and lead and do whatever. And that be his rise. That's actually who he is rather than fitting into a mold from either side. Mm. So in an interesting way, the rise of Roman in terms of, aligning and, and and pining after Logan's affection and all of that would really be the fall of Roman. Like it really would be a tragedy. Mm-hmm. The traditional rise of Roman yeah. that we've yeah. seen in succession to date. So yeah. w- what I'm hoping for Roman in the long run is like this, this quick rise with Logan and then Logan will betray him. And so then he will sharply fall, but he will have, a somewhat redemptive character arc, which will probably not happen because it's succession. But I would love for him to like 
step into who he is and then like fund his own company and just do his own thing and that be the true rise of Roman as he truly is without needing to be like Logan or like Kendall and Shiv. Mm. You just but want his, the you I want just, Roman I to want, start his own venture. Kendall to be sober. I do. I want these people to have healthy <laughs> lives. Actually, I don't really care about everybody to have healthy lives. I want the three, four, I guess, siblings to just find some degree of health and be okay. <laughs> you want and, Khan to walk away from Willa because he knows it's a loveless relationship. Yeah, you know, Khan, so good we, of you. we can find somebody for you that I'm sure that exists. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really the siblings that I want good things for. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about anyone else about getting Logan? particularly good things. Logan, I don't think will get good things. I don't. No, he's in too deep. I I'm not sure what you do with Logan. I'm not sure that that you can end the show with Logan still being alive. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So I don't know. But I, I want the four siblings to be happy and healthy. <laughs> and that's never going to happen because that is this show. And so I am, I am going to be heartbroken. And that is the point of this show. And that's fine. But even just a moment of, of, of glory for them. That's That'd all that great. I want. I just want to see Roman outsmart both sides. That would be pretty and like sweet. Pit them against each other. That's what I want to see. And he could do it too. He's in the perfect position and he has the smarts and the personality to pull it off. So mm-hmm. it can yeah. happen, Jen. He's going to play both sides. But what I think might happen is that – because he's he's not – he doesn't have the same um, cutthroat, like, um, killer instincts that, like, a Shiv or a Logan has. And when he's – playing in the sandbox with these two I'm like can he keep up like I fear that he's gonna get screwed over not because he hasn't doesn't see it coming but I think he he's just not gonna believe that they are capable of doing some of the things that they might be able to do is my thinking because we we've Hmm. seen him we've seen him waver a little bit at some of those key moments and like Shiv and Logan are just like let's do it and he'll he's a little bit more measured and uh I wonder I wonder if that will be his demise I think there's also that desire to be liked or loved you know I mean obviously they all have that and Connor very clearly addressed that but even with the siblings with his dad yeah. like he'll push a, he'll push back like once and then they'll be like no and he'll go along with what they say so there's mm-hmm. like this like peer pressure element too and i think he just he wants to like please them or he wants to make them happy maybe i don't know there's some desire there so i don't think that he'll he'll ever be able to like fully be like Shiv mm-hmm. or Kendall, yep. but that's also I don't know. Roman has different strengths. It's also strength. So yeah, I don't know. I I I would like for him to like understand his strengths a little bit more, and then like you said, like be able to like work both sides or or just do something fun and exciting and 
out of the blue. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he has the capability to be sneaky. And I oh, think that he could potentially use that to his advantage. Shiv, yeah. Kendall, Logan, they all go at it head on and it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of like keeping track of your bases and making sure that you're not prone to attack. But if Roman can conduct both sides against each other and really play them without any of them knowing, that'll be that'll be a strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we will we will see what happens. We will continue on the rise of Roman. We will indeed. And then I, one other thing that I really want to see, which is Tom is incredibly savvy. He's clearly demonstrated that <laughs> up until this point. And I think that he's going to be a, a key player in some of the future episodes. And I'm intrigued to see like where and how they're going to position him because it can go so many different directions. And he's so opportunistic that I think that That'll be a he's kind of a wild card. Right now he's aligned to Logan, but we never know how things will play out with Shiv and the kids. So he he's kind of he takes advantage of how the scenario is playing out. And I think there's more to Tom to see. That's so interesting, because I still think that Tom is just an idiot. Ah. No, I think he's a lot smarter than people give him credit for. Yeah, that's I think, fair. Yes. Like he, he 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 does make some poor decisions, but overall he's always positioned himself somehow to be pretty favorable for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. It's, it's like this like stumbling upward mm-hmm. is like what mm-hmm. he has done. And so I think I I attest that more to maybe luck and the ability to read people yep. and go, I'm going to hitch my wagon to yours. And so even though I'm a moron, you're going places and you're going to take me there. And so then he's fallen upward. But maybe he's smarter than I give him credit for. I don't know. We shall see. We will see. But he will be pivotal mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either like – in the political arena amongst all of these people or as the emotional, you know, catalyst of something for Shiv and some of the other characters, I think. Like mm-hmm. he's well positioned, right? Oh yeah. To be uh, a forcing function for something. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Any other last thoughts before we wrap up? I'm just so excited for episode three. I know. <laughs> I know. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I I feel like because we like talk about and flesh out each episode, it makes me excited for the next one. Cause I'm like, will mm-hmm. these come true? Will we get to see what we want to see? Right? It's good. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, this was our review and discussion of episode two, and you can find it available on HBO Max. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of TV and Us. Our name sums it up. We're big fans of TV, which is a powerful way we can connect with each other and the world around us. This podcast is about all of us and our shared stories. Everyone is welcome here, and we're so glad that you hung out with us today. So we continued our journey through Succession Season 4. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you tune into your favorite shows. Drop us a review letting us know your thoughts about Episode 2. You can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at TVNSPod or email us at TVNSPod at 
gmail.com. We will be back soon to discuss episode three. We hope you have an amazing week and we'll see.